Hey loves, it's Mona Lisa Andavia. Welcome to this week's episode of the Love, Light, and Business podcast. I'm really excited because today I'm sharing with you the three sneaky mistakes that slow your role in your business. You know, I am constantly asking myself, how did I feel when I was first starting out as a new girl boss? What was I doing that didn't work? How did I actually make this happen? What did I wish someone told me? So I'm always asking that because I know that so many of you are in that place where you're a new entrepreneur, a new coach, and you haven't gotten your first five clients. Or if you've gotten clients, it's not consistent and it's not enough for you to replace your income. So I remember being there. And so I'm always asking myself, what do they need to know in order to pass that level so you know they are living in accordance with the life they love and they are living aligned and they feel like they're living their purpose. So in this episode, I'm answering that question. So I can't wait for you to tune in. Let's get started. So the big question is this, how are everyday spiritually minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love? How do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia and welcome to the Love, Light and Business Podcast. Today's episode is really an accumulation of a lot of things that I've learned so far on my journey. So being a full-time coach now for three years as of this recording is not something you get to without learning a lot along the way. You know, when I was very first starting, it felt like I was on the journey alone and I didn't know what steps to take next, what was normal, what wasn't normal, because I didn't really have anyone around me doing this whole coaching thing, let alone online marketing. Like, that's not the people who I rolled with. And it really seemed like a far off dream. And, you know, a big part of me said, you know, you can do this, Mona Lisa. This is real. But the thing is, it wasn't real, like in real life, <laughs> you know, like in the back of my head, I knew I could do it and I was rooting for myself. But there was no outward manifestation of my business. You know, my, my husband, my then fiance, he always has supported me and he's always been like, yeah, like I believe in you. I know it's going to happen. I see your passion. I see your work. I know that this is something that, you know, is going to happen for you. It's only a matter of time. Right. And he was like one of the only ones, everyone else was like, what on earth? Like, this is a crazy hobby that maybe she'll outgrow. Maybe she'll forget about. But I always knew that this was going to be something that, I would succeed in. And it really was only a matter of time. And after making so many mistakes, I started succeeding and I started getting traction. I started receiving clients. I started living my purpose. I started my podcast. I really started showing up. And it was not like I just got there and I popped out of the box like mistake free. Like I still make mistakes to this day. I still fail a lot to this day. But the thing is, there are some very beginning mistakes that I made for a very long time that I wish someone was just like, excuse me, like you need to stop making this one because it's actually hindering you more than you think. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So let's get into the three sneaky mistakes that slow your business role. 
The first mistake is a big mistake that I see so many women, colleagues, clients, tribe, everybody, including myself, has made this mistake. And if you're still making this mistake, you gotta figure out a way to stop it. This mistake is continuing to look outside yourself for answers when you don't even really need any more knowledge and information. What you need is to take action on what you know, right? So what does this look like? What does this mean? This looks like addiction to learning. This looks like addiction to just buying all the courses and getting all the things and, and not actually taking action on them. It's like knowing everything, like knowing what you're supposed to do and kind of being on the outside and, and saying, okay, I'm going to do this, but first I need this certification, this training, this course. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And what happens is you never really feel ready enough. You're like, I, I you know, I could do this better. I, you know, my website could be better, or I still don't know enough information about how to do PR, which is like completely not relevant for most <laughs> coaches in the very beginning. I didn't know that. But the thing is, you're trying to learn everything when in fact, you only need a few key components, which you likely already know right now in order to get started. But the thing is, you are still continuing to consume information. And I absolutely love learning and education, and I'm always growing and evolving in that way. However, I am a big fan of taking action. Like I do a training, I take action, right? Otherwise, what's the point of all of the information? Like it's just information that's stored in my head and giving me like overwhelm, right? That's what happens to information that just is stuck in your head. You get overwhelmed and you're like, you feel behind and you feel like you're procrastinating and there's this guilt and there's this shame. I don't know. I'm speaking out. <laughs> I'm speaking for what I felt, but I'm sure you guys can relate because this is, this is real and it happens way too often. And one of the big mistakes that fuel this mistake is constantly looking around at what everyone else is doing, seeing what everyone else is saying, like what everyone else is up to, to see what you should do. And that's, that's totally normal in the beginning, right? Like I was always looking at other people's Instagram accounts and their websites and like their podcasts. I, I always, in the beginning, used to see what everyone else was doing right? Because I wanted to understand the space I was in. I wanted to understand what it looked like to be a coach, to be an online entrepreneur. But there comes a point in which doing that is actually hindering you. And how do you know? So if you start to feel like, I already know this stuff, like, why, why am I still following 10 bajillion more inspirational accounts? Like I could be an inspirational account. I could be a coach. I can say that. I understand when you're starting to see that the people who you follow actually hold a similar vibration to you, like, and you know, a lot of the stuff they know, it's time for you to put yourself in the position as an expert and go and take action on your business because the problem with constantly comparing yourself to other people and seeing what everyone else is up to is that you'll never see yourself as the expert, right? You'll always be looking to others and comparing yourself to someone else's stick. Like everyone else's meter stick is different. Everyone else's journey is different. And if you're going to constantly compare yourself to other people's, whether or not you're doing it consciously, like if you're continuing the scroll for days, then you will never be able to step into your own as an expert because it's like, well, everyone else is the expert. I'm just the person who follows everyone. Like, that's not it. Y'all are made, y'all are made for more than that, right? It's time for you to become a leader. 
And you know if you're at that point. You know if this is the mistake you're making. I bet you're like, oh, God, that's so me. So do what you got to do to heal this, to allow yourself to be a leader, to step into the role as expert, to be the coach that your people need. All right, so mistake number two is a mistake that can really hinder the growth of your business and the progress of your business. I made this mistake, so I'm gonna give you some examples of what that looks like in your business. But first, let me tell you what it is. Mistake number two is not wanting to start over and do something again because of all the work that you've already put in, okay? So I just have to say right here, you likely, you 100% actually need to do the wrong thing a lot in order to figure out what the right thing is. Like you gotta move on, right? Please, please move on if something isn't working in your business. So I'll give you a concrete example so you know what I'm talking about. So in the beginning of my business, the first couple of years, and I don't count that, like those are the years of me trying to figure out how to be a coach and get clients. I really wasn't getting traction, but I was learning a lot of things. In particular, I was finding my ideal client. At first, my idea of my ideal client was anybody who needed help in a transition in their life, like anything under the sun. If you needed help, I was your girl. And it was like not working because you can't talk to like everybody. That's like everybody in the whole personal development space, right? And so that didn't really work. I didn't get clients for that. I mean, there were some like friends and people I would meet at networking events who'd be like, sure, like I'll be your test client or something. But I wasn't actually getting paying clients or paying clients who were like, I so want to be your client. I'm ready for this. I'm your ideal client. Let's start. Like people were just like kind of confused by what I was doing and maybe they wanted to help me because they felt bad. I don't even know. But that was my first iteration of my ideal client. And then my second ideal client, I got more specific and I was like, okay, I want to coach people who are getting married because I had recently gotten married and I saw, I was like, okay, this is more relevant to my life. And I just went through being engaged and getting married. And that was a really stressful process. And I don't think anybody talks about it. I don't think anybody talks about how stressful it actually is in your life and how like things happen with family and friends and you fight more than you think with your fiance. And it's not just like happy land. It's pretty stressful. And so I was like, I'll coach people who are going through that. And then I got into like the wedding industry and I like went full force into, into networking in the wedding industry and it wasn't landing. And I, it wasn't landing partially because I realized that that's not the industry I wanted to be in. Um, and my heart wasn't really in it actually after having done it. So that was, that's an example of something I needed to do that wasn't aligned in order for me to continue to figure out what it was. And so I was like, okay, I, I got to move on. Like the, I'm sharing this with you because at all of these points I decided, okay, this isn't working. I got to move on. This isn't working. And at every point here, you guys, I created opt-ins. I created free gifts. I created websites. Like I basically launched an entire business. I'm not just saying I had an idea and I put it out. I went full force, logo design, graphic design into all of these different ideal clients. And I had to start over. If I didn't start over, I would not not be here. I would not have this podcast today. And then... Finally, like there were a few more iterations of my deal client after that. I'm not going to lie. I didn't just, after that point, things weren't like all rosy and I found out who it was. I still had to hone in even more and even more. But eventually I found my ideal client and from there, things really started to explode. And so 
I'm telling you this and I'm sharing this with you because so many of us think that, you know, we have to get it right from the beginning. And that is so fake and it's so not true. And it sets us up to feel like if we don't get it right from the beginning, we are so over. And that's not true at all. You got to fail a million and a half times before you start to succeed. So allow yourself room to fail and allow yourself to let go of that stuff that needs to go because it's just not working anymore. And I, I want to ha- like do a little asterisk here because you have to know when it's not working. And I think without getting into all of the strategy and like the numbers, like that's definitely something that I would recommend. And I can't get into that on the podcast. We'd be here forever. But what I can say is in the beginning, when I didn't have this strategy, what I used and what I relied on was my intuition, knowing that what I was saying wasn't really landing, knowing that it was time to move on. Sometimes I would stay in a certain ideal client niche for a while before I realized it was time to move on. Sometimes I had to get side jobs. In one case, I had to get a full-time job because it just wasn't working. So a lot of time may pass, but the thing is you have got to allow yourself that. Make sense? If you're stuck making this mistake, that this is going to look like you taking a lot of action that doesn't actually lead anywhere. So you're starting to take action. You're like building the website, putting content out, but you're not getting any traction. And you're taking a bunch of action that doesn't have anything to do with your clients, your funnel. You don't really have a clear path and you're just like, okay, I figured this out and you're trying to push it. You're trying to force it, but nothing is working. If you're stuck in this mistake, that's what, what it's going to feel like. No fun at all. Okay, so let's get into mistake number three. What is the third sneaky mistake? That is not dropping old stuff because you feel guilty about it. You feel like you should have done that whole training. You should have finished it. You should have finished that book. You like you have to. There's so many like things you have to do before you move on. So. I'm a big fan of taking what you need from each training, teacher, book, coach. And often it's not like the whole thing. It's often, more often than not, it's one life-changing nugget, right? So let's talk about books, for example. I actually don't finish a lot of the personal development books that I read. But I really feel called to certain books at certain times. And then I usually read if I'm being really honest, probably like a third and I get something really big and really juicy and I implement that and then I maybe go back to the book later, maybe I don't. And (laughs) that for me is the way I roll because I like to absorb one unique nugget before I'm like, okay, moving on. Like I like to absorb, implement and put that process into my life before I overwhelm myself with like more and more and more and more. Right. But the thing is, I see so many people absorbing so much, taking on so many trainings, following so many coaches, having so many teachers and other experts that it just feels like they just have all of these things they now have to do. They have this course and that course and that module to finish. And it almost feels like you can't move on without finishing the old stuff. Right. But instead, I want you to think about like, what was it from that particular course, this particular learning, et cetera, et cetera, that you needed? Did you already get something that you needed? And it might not even be from the course. It could be like, you know, you made a major investment in something and it didn't work out. And what you learned is to trust your instinct because your instinct told you like that you shouldn't have made that investment to begin with. Right. Stuff like that. Like 
you won't necessarily get exactly what you think you're going to get from everything. But I want you to learn and start giving yourself permission to let go of the old stuff. And it's this is this has to do not just with with trainings and business stuff. This could also be, you know, old friends, people who are no longer aligning with you. You got to drop the old stuff and also drop the guilt as much as you can, right? Clean that up, allow yourself to move on and let yourself evolve from what no longer feels energetically alive and resonant with you. And so what, how I like to learn from authors and experts in my life and business is identifying what my very next step is and finding help around that. So right now in my business, I am heavily into funnels and I've been building funnels out for the past, I want to say year now. And Everything that I'm doing, all of the investments that I'm making revolve around people who understand really high level involved funnels. Okay, I'm no longer at the point where I just need simple funnels. I'm pretty advanced now in my funnel implementation and strategy. And so this this comes along with a lot of stuff. There's Facebook ads that I could learn from. There's design. There's website stuff. There's all, there's there's the high level thinking that goes involved with it, like the strategy, all of that. And so that is where I'm at. I'm not at this point in my career, in my business, even though I want to say write a book, I'm not going to go and find or invest in a course that's like how to write your book in the next 30 days, right? Like that's not, that's not what I'm going to do right now. It's not what I'm focusing on right now, right? But before the old me who made this sneaky mistake, I would buy all the things. I'd be like, yep, yeah, I want to write a book. I'm going to buy that book course. Yep. I want to do blog blogging and have blogging partnerships. I'm going to go figure that out. And I'm going to go buy that course on PR and how to get the best PR. And it's like, no, that no, no, no. You just got to identify your next step and get the help and support you need for that, right? In the beginning, I will share the biggest thing that I needed help with was finding clients. Like how the heck do I find clients online, right? Like how do you do that? And so if that's what it is for you, let it be that and get the support and training you need around that right? And you might be like, well, Mona Lisa, you know, have doing blogging partnerships or partnering with people in, on Instagram, that will help me get my clients. And it's like, yeah, totally. That's true. However, that all doesn't need to be your focus right now. There are other more simple structures that will lead you there faster and more efficiently, right? And so there also is a time element, I will say, like if you, if you really want to start your business and, and start getting clients in the next year, in the next six months, in the next five years, like it, it'll be different. What your business plan will be, will be different. So having said that you have to, I would say, I would recommend getting some expert help around somebody who has done that. Um, and that's exactly what I do in my business. It's what I continue to do because I don't know everything. And I don't also want to like poke around on Google all day and figure it out myself. I'm a big fan of learning from others who've come before me. Um, so identify that next step and allow yourself to drop all of that old stuff that you've probably already learned from in a way that you, maybe you haven't acknowledged yet. All right, loves, that's all for the three sneaky mistakes that slowly roll in your business. I hope that this has served you and helped you beyond what you even thought you were going to get from this podcast episode. And I will see you next time on the next episode of the Love